0: We back at another immigration speech. Um, today, this is gonna be a social justice speech. Um, this is gonna touch on the issues of immigration. I'm gonna speak on the green card once again. Um, as I said in my last speech, the green card lottery is the easiest way to obtain a green card. Yet this is still extremely flawed. It takes around a year at minimum to even get eligible to be put in to the drawing for a green card. So even then it's not guaranteed. Um 55,000 I talked about the backlog, which is five million going up every single day as more and more people try to apply for a green card. And this green card is I mean, we're talking for every single country and longest average weight. India, eight and a half years. Mexico, highest quota, with six years average weight. There's it's really hard to get a, to get a green card. But to solve this problem, you need to dive into the reason why this is even a problem. So economics is the big is obviously it runs Money runs. Money runs the world. Especially in America. Greed. All that green. Um but obviously immigrants help the economy. I've already spoke about all this. Big time, I'm not gonna dive into it. But I'm gonna dive into a solution. This is New Zealand and Australia have adopted, which is a points bear system based on merit so pretty much it's, it's sort of like a game is kind of like how much an immigrant what well, an immigrant helps the economy um, and so they give them a living wage kind of nice you know right off the bat they can actually live somewhat comfortably um, and they obviously offer temporary visas low and high skill workers they have green cards type of thing. It's not the same exact deal, but it's like that. Um, and Australia in, um, is insufficient in agriculture jobs. So they, when immigrants go there, they're pretty much higher on spot. They're in need of those workers, just as we are here. But we don't like to admit to that. Um, but they, I think... I obviously think that would be a good idea if we established a little point-based merit system where people could get it's based off adaptation schooling um, adaptation to the culture language all of that stuff as well but it's mostly based on economics but since we're so stuck on economics um, they believe that like the family preference visas that I've already spoke on in America they believe that brings no economic, like, no, no, it, it doesn't help to grow the economy. Which, at first, is true. When whole families come, it does bring down the economy very slightly, but I mean, I'm not going to touch on it. But it does affect the economy and it brings it down for a moment. But then, as the family gets accustomed to living in the United States, blah, 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 starts to grow. Bring back the economy, employment rate goes up, everything goes back up. So that's just, it's, it's slowly working, and it takes its time. But that's where we need some patience in the United States. Um, just as I said, Australia and New Zealand have already implemented. Um, also, they say refugees, we don't really get a ton of refugees. Um, it's really about 1%, maybe. Um, an example is Sweden, though. Um, at first, obviously, refugees are going to bring down the employment because. Coming here, refugees—that literally means people seeking refuge. They're coming to the country, asking for help, and then they pay people back, just as they usually, just as they did in Sweden. So Sweden has a huge, very, very, very heavily um, immigrant dense country, or yeah, not, yeah, country. No, but very heavily dense with immigrants, Um, a lot of these being refugees, even though it's around 1%, I'm saying a lot, because that's higher than most other countries. But they um, have a huge, huge turnout once they get accustomed to living in the new country. Employment goes up, hard workers come in from nothing, very, very um, willing to work. They're not trying, they don't want to be in the same situation they were in. Um, the next little point, though, is uh, kind of interesting to me considering I'm a student, as is everybody here. Um, and we have a few international students, but, blah, 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 like, there's 4 million students who are trying to come to pursue a higher education in the United States, which still need either a visa or a green card. Visa, they could get sent back. visa is harder to attain considering it's only the minimum is one year but it usually ranges to about four to six Um, but they'd have to enter the green card lottery huge backlog same thing we've already talked about and the flood system in the United States makes it really easy for illegal immigration Um, there's tons of loopholes um, once you get a workers visa, most people try not to leave. You're supposed to have a court date, you're supposed to come back, and then they'll arrange for you to go home, and then people seeking asylum, same exact thing, they come here, only under 10% qualify for asylum. Asylum is pretty much people, like almost like refugees, but people seeking asylum get denied, deported, or sent back, but... The United States has a ton of loopholes that make it really hard. Lottery cap, quota cap, all of it, huge backlog. It hasn't been changed in 30 years. If there needs to be any type of change, it should be to the immigration system so that illegal immigration doesn't happen as much, won't upset nobody, and legal immigrants can still come. Thank you very much for my t- listening to